What's up, guys? Welcome to the Best Trends Podcast. I'm John. I'm Tyler. I'm Brandon. And, uh, yeah, so a little intros since the first episode. Um, I compete in bodybuilding. I had my first show back in October for physique. I'm going to be doing classic physique. Um, my favorite lift is most definitely bench. Right now I bench about 300 pounds. I'm working on my squat. My legs are my weak point. So, yeah. That's right, dude. Like a weak point. Anyway, uh, I'm a retired athlete, you could say. And uh, now I just work out full time. I'm probably going to compete later. But right now, I'm just doing it for fun. And I'm also a high school baseball player. Uh, got injured my senior year, but looking back into getting back into it. But even though John's a bodybuilder, I still deadlift more than him. But we don't got to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't got to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, body weight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, funny one. Yeah. So, all right, you. Off of that, should I like joke with him and be like, "Is he natty?" <laughs> no. So speaking of naturals, though, okay, I got a couple people. I want your guys' opinions on natural or not, because we talked about this before, but we didn't actually like talk about who we thought is natural or not. So, throw Alex Eubank. Yes, I think I think he's natural. Yeah. That's a big, uh, that's a very controversial topic. In my opinion, I think he's natty. He has right, so an I'm, insane physique. I'm gonna post some pictures. All right, so, all right, dude's got milkers on him, no doubt about it. Like he, yeah, like he chest is he like, milk. Is, dude, <laughs> he's got a good chest. His abs are good. Uh, they're a little small, like not not like like he needs to work them out more, just genetically like smaller. His arms are pretty solid. His lats are pretty, pretty good. I mean, dude's fucking ripped, no doubt about it. But but I don't think I feel like I feel like if you have a good genetic chest, that's so exactly. That's I so feel like it's it's a lot of it's genetics and work ethic. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I don't I don't think he's he's on anything. I can agree with that. He came out of nowhere though. If you really think about it, he just showed up on my TikTok one day. Yeah, he just and like, then, yeah, now but, it's but, all I. So see. is everybody. Jack Italian, Dosho, like. I literally did not know who they were, and then one I day I actually remember Joe Shope when he had like probably two thousand followers. Dude, Jack Tatelli when he had like maybe five thousand came on my for you page. I completely ignored it. Next thing you know, the dude's yeah. got he's sponsored by Anaka. He's over in uh, uh, Texas now. Yeah, and um, I followed Joe Shope, <clears throat> and then like he started just talking shit the entire time. So I just unfollowed him. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna follow this guy? Yeah, but I did. I did. He came on my for you page the other day. And he's fucking verified already. Yeah, I didn't realize too. Like these guys are like satire. Like when I met um uh, uh, Ryan. Schmidt, is that his last name? Yeah, yeah, Schmidt. So when I met him, I didn't know who he was at first. I thought he was just some dude who was like kind of ripped. So I was talking to him. He's a nice guy. He's obviously not natural anymore. I mean, he kind of just, he's making, he's literally making TikToks posting his trend updates. But I mean, these guys, they all came out of nowhere. So back to the point though, I think, I think Alex is natural. I think he's natural. I think he's natural. He's had an insane career. Like, like like, I wish I had a chest like that, but it's definitely obtainable. I mean, for all we know, too, he's been listening 10 years. Yeah. He's, what, probably 24? Something like that, maybe? How old is he? How old is Alex? He looks young. I'd yeah. say early 20s. I, I think he's 21. Yeah. He's, he's 21. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, he's probably been lifting for years. Peak testosterone, yeah. too. Um, what, about, what about his friend, Vaughn Walker? Y'all think he's natty? Never seen uh, him. So right now he's bulking. Dude is massive. The dude is a 
I can meat pie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say natural. Oh, yeah, I'd say natty too. I mean, you gotta remember too. You gotta just take into genetics. Like one thing that I see a lot of people doing is looking at pictures when they're younger. But uh, we don't have access to that because I don't want to do the research to find it because I'm, I'm lazy. Dude, like, you gotta remember. He's got an insane back. He doesn't have, like, but like he's got a big chest and good abs, insane back, but his like striations aren't crazy. He actually doesn't have a lot of vascularity either. He's not very vascular. Yeah, but do you think vascularity really makes that big of a difference? Like, in what what terms? It's very aesthetic. Do you think if somebody's extremely vascular, it makes them look on natty? No, absolutely not. I mean, like, I'm extremely vascular when I'm, like, at peak of my cut and stuff, and... I'm natural. So you're not natural. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He's um, definitely microdosing, not telling us. That 300 bench was out of nowhere. I'm not, I'm not going to put my input. I'm not going to say anything. For what? That you're not natty. You're not natty. Yeah, I am natty. Listen. Do you, taking, do you... taking 10 grams of trend a day does not make you not natural. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, I'm, I'm definitely not. I would like to not be, but I also don't. Um, I don't want to like fuck up my system because I don't know enough about it. Like I know the basics. Like I know I can name different steroids, and I know like an idea of the type of stuff you don't want to take and the effects from it. But I don't know enough to run like an actual good cycle to look like freaking seed. All right, going into steroids. What do you think about steroids being in sports? How do you feel about that? You think they should be allowed? Certain steroids should be allowed? I think it depends. Um, I think it depends on the steroid and the sport. Olympic sports? No. Because Olympic, I think Olympic, like you should be able to, although like that one girl, I can't remember her name, the sprinter that smoked weed and got in trouble for I think Um, you should be able to smoke weed. Yeah, I think you should be able to smoke weed. I don't think you should be able to take steroids or even like, but there's also the question of testosterone levels because some people have a high testosterone and unless they can do baselines for years, you're not going to, like, really find out. And, I mean, again, I know fuck all about this stuff, so I'm just spewing the very little information I know. But, like, so if you have a naturally higher testosterone, and does that you have to ask, like, does that give them an unfair advantage? Like, it might, but also it may not. Like, for example, I you may have more testosterone than me, but I can bench more than you. So, what, but shouldn't that give you more of an advantage? I definitely me? got more hair on my ass than you do. So I definitely got more testosterone. I might give you a run for your money there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just, my, I just think, I think it depends. I think the Olympics should stay natural and I try to get that. a good baseline test for like blood work and everything like that. Because I mean, when you're at an Olympic level, the more natural you are, the more impressive it the is. The thing like, is, Olympics is once every four years. So I feel like if you're given the opportunity to use steroids, I feel like it's an unfair advantage. Yeah, I mean, you could get a guy training for half of that amount of time, for yeah. two years on steroids, and being able to lift the same amount of weight. Like, for example, best example, Ronnie Coleman. I know he's a genetic freak. He has the best genetics of anyone that has ever lived. I know that dude is 300-something pounds. I don't know how tall he was. He was a freak of nature. He did powerlifting. He was strong. What Olympic weightlifter is squatting 800 pounds for reps? You know what I mean? Like... Like, I personally know people who did a lot of steroids and could rep out 500 on bench. 
I have I mean, obviously, Olympic weightlifting, they don't bench or squat. They do clean and jerk, snatch. I want to say that's it, but I don't honestly know because I don't really watch Olympic weightlifting because I'm not just I'm not, I just yeah. don't watch the Olympics. But I mean, um, Lu, I want to say his name was Lu Xiaojin. I want to say that's how you pronounce it, but I don't know. He's an Olympic weightlifter. Dude is a freaking nature. He's shredded. He's, is that the guy that his wife died? No, no. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking, yeah, I know, I'm I'm talking, about, you're talking though, right? about too, but Lou, no, Lou's not that guy. Lou cleans like 400, 500 pounds, some of that, like clean and jerk. And it's a pretty, it's solid form, but he doesn't bench. And he said his best bench ever was like 260. He said that in a video. So, I mean, you have guys on steroids benching 500 for reps when you have Olympic weightlifters benching 260. Like, it's, it's, it is unfair no matter how you look at it. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing if you take an IFBB pro versus. So for me, the, when I did my show in October, it was a tested natural show. You take me, I mean, all right, we'll say you take the guy who won his pro card at that show. Dude is shredded. His name is uh, Malik. Okay. Um, he was shredded. He was a nice guy. You take him, you put him next to Jerry Buendia or Andre uh, Dio or any of the uh, physique guys because that's the division we did, physique. You put him next to them, he's got an unfair advantage because he's natural. So I think it, it just it varies. All right, now here's my input. Wait, Wait, hold on. One more thing. Back to the Olympics. The thing is, is the reason why I don't think PD should be allowed in the Olympics is because they are solely based on you being the best in your category in your country. So if you are already the bat, the best of the best, then why should you need PEDs to compete in the Olympics? Exactly. I understand if you want to help yourself get to that rank of being the best by using PEDs within your league, and then you're there. But if you're going into the Olympics, you know, natural, and then you use them, then that's just another unfair advantage. Well, one thing, too, is you got to take into mind, like, genetics. Like, um, I want to say Ronnie Coleman said it on the Joe Rogan podcast. That some people take steroids and never put on muscle. You have to be, um, uh, what was the term they use? A hyper responder. You have to be a hyper responder. Chris Bumstead. Like, yeah, Chris Bumstead. Although the IFBB pros are all hyper responders. That's the 1% of the population. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Cut. <laughs> that was... <laughs> yeah, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 1% of the population, though. I mean, for example... Tyler could take steroids and be fucking massive, bigger than sea level. And then I could take them and I could maybe put on 10 pounds, maybe get my bench up 20 pounds. Like you have to, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lottery. Yeah. You have to win the luck of the game. What are you looking at? Let me, let me tell you my input with sports. Um, since I'm a baseball player, I'm going to tell you how I view steroids in a baseball point of view. Um, Baseball, professional baseball, you're playing about 162 games in one season. So you're talking about four games a week. You probably have one day of rest a week. Really? Yeah. I don't watch baseball. I'm not a big so baseball guy. So you probably get one day of rest a week. Nine inning games. Those games last about two and a half, three hours. So I believe steroids, uh, performance enhancing drugs would. And it'll definitely make you better in the sense that you'll be able to recover faster. Exactly. You'll be able to perform your best. More than everyone else. That like an example, Barry Bonds. Do you guys know who Barry Bonds is? He's so Barry Bonds. If you don't mind me stealing, go ahead. Uh, so the Baseball Hall of Fame ballots are being chosen tomorrow. 
So tomorrow. So it's like the voting system to find out who gets in. Yeah. The so the commissioner is going to come out and tell everybody who is going to be elected into the Hall of Fame in. I think it's June. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, Barry Bonds. He's the home run. Like of all time, he has the, the he's leading with the most home runs. Football. So Barry Bonds has hit the most home runs of all time, but he used PEDs. So a lot of people are saying he shouldn't be okay. But are PEDs illegal in baseball? They are. They but are. here's my input. Ready? So then, how come? This how is, is he even an option if they know huge? Because you want to hear why? I feel like PEDs have no say in how you can hit the ball. Yeah, you you might be able to outperform people. I, but listen, I feel like, yeah, you might be able to outperform people, but you got a pitch coming 95 at you. Yeah, you might be you might be not sore at all. You might be great. Those fucking drugs might be helping you out, but... It's a lot of technique, but on the... I, I, would, I would agree with you on the technique side. On the strength side, I disagree with you. Because there is, to an extent, strength is going to help you hit the ball harder. It will. You take a person, you take a, a, a 13-year-old... With perfect technique, the best technique in the world. You take a 27-year-old that's been lifting for eight years and who has a decent technique, 27-year-old's going to bomb that shit way right, farther. Listen to this, though. It's really, I'm going to be honest with you, you put me in a box with a pitcher throwing 95, you make contact with the ball, that shit's flying. You make solid contact, it's flying. So Not for me. I'd, I'd be too fucking well, scared. Well, you're not a baseball player. <laughs> you're not a baseball player. But I'm saying, like. I got scared of T-ball. I remember one time I faced some lefty throwing 98. I was a junior in high school. I shit myself. I walked into that box. I saw first pitch. I fouled it off. I was like, oh, shit. It's not that bad. Second pitch, 98. You also played in Miami, too. And isn't Miami huge on baseball? Miami's huge on baseball. Like, they're, Miami's bigger on baseball than football. The thing is, right? it's I feel like Florida in general is big on baseball because we were able to practice year-round. Yeah, whereas it, it, that's that's any outdoor sport, soccer, not, baseball. Uh, yeah, football. but we have but an football, advantage. Football and baseball are the Florida sport. I mean, obviously Texas to California more football. I, I think you actually be surprised. Basketball in Miami's awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I would Basketball's insane. Well, all right, so here's my question then. Here's here's another question. Um, if you take PEDs, is it cheating? In what way are you talking about? Like, you if you play sport and you take them, I think it depends them? which one you take. Because my opinion on it is, I think it depends on the rules. If you, so it's like this: if you take a test in a class and the teacher says you can't use a book and you use the book, you cheated. But if they say you can use the book, you can Google the answers and you do that, you didn't cheat. You did nothing wrong. You use what they're giving you to your advantage. If someone else doesn't do that and does worse, that's their fault because they have the opportunity to. IFBB uh, pros, right, the Olympia, there's no rule against juicing, right? They don't say you can or cannot do it. So if you have a guy who's natural, I mean, it's definitely possible someone natural is an IFBB pro. But if you have a natural guy versus a guy like Seabum, Big Rami, Rolly Winkler, any of those guys, like, they're going to win. Why? Because they're taking the stuff they're given to an advantage. Yeah. I think in baseball, if the rules say PEDs are not allowed and you take PEDs, you're cheating and you shouldn't be able to play baseball. I, I just feel like Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. and I mean, my thing is this. Did he take when, – when did he play? Early 2000s, I believe. Okay, were PEDs illegal in the MLB back then? Yeah. Okay, and he those, and, it was and late he, 90s, and when, early 2000s. When did they find out he took PEDs? After he retired? 
No, I don't think what, so. They, they knew he was taking them while he played? I don't know. Search that up real quick. Because here's the thing. In the NFL, say uh, Randy Moss, for example, took PEDs. During his – while he played, people knew it. He would – he – I don't know if he would still be in the Hall of Fame, but he shouldn't be. Because at that point, you're cheating. You cannot put people in the Hall of Fame or reward people for cheating. If they say you can take PEDs, more power to them. But if they say you can't take PEDs and you do, and now they're wanting you to be in the Hall of Fame, I think that's BS. Yeah. So it says here that his career ended in 2007. And what's his name? Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. He has a total. Dude was a unit. All right, so he started his career in – he was drafted in 1986 by the Pirates. And he finished his career with, with the, the Giants. Giants in 2007 with a total of 762 home runs. Yeah. He was supposed to do it. So he started in the so, MLB and went to the NFL? Well, another thing is – Tim Tebow? He was 6'2". Bill Jackson? He was 6'2", 185. You're telling me that's not big enough to that's absolutely That's not that break. big. That's not that big. I mean, okay, <laughs> but I see it in a bodybuilder's point of view, right? He was only one eighty-five. You take you take you take an average person. No, I believe it. No, that's what it's. You says. take an average person and, and put him next to a six to one eighty-five guy. They're gonna be like, yeah, he's a big dude. You put him next to like us, for example. Yeah, we all do bodybuilding. That's probably well, the first time. Let me see a picture of him. Oh, dude's massive. Absolutely not. No, he's probably dude. He's, he's probably drafted two, yeah. at six to one. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like fresh. And like, was he drafted out after college or like? Like sophomore year, like I don't understand how the MLB draft really works. Can you can't you get drafted? You can get drafted out of high school. Yeah, there was a there was a kid from. I had a couple friends of mine that drafted to MLB. So I had a friend, that played, I had a friend of mine from FSW that got drafted to MLB. Um, another guy, Mark McGuire. Okay. So Is that another baseball was, player? Yeah. So I don't know anything who, about baseball. Who was he going against for the home run title? Was it Sammy Sosa? So, so I think if I'm not mistaken, Mark McGuire played for the Reds. I want to say yeah, some a, a red team. Uh, a red team. A, a red team. And Sammy when you Sosa say the Reds, do you mean like Red Sox or no, like the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Reds. Reds? Okay, I didn't know they were so, called the Reds or the Pirates or the Giants. So, I know the Mets. Let's, let's go the Mets. <laughs> Mets. So, uh, so Sammy Sosa played for the Cubs, and yeah. they were. Battling it out for the home run title. Sammy Sosa was. Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds? And Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, okay. And they were battling it out. They were Get keeping once. up with each other, but Mark McGuire was taking PEDs and Sammy Sosa wasn't. Okay, so Sammy Sosa should have won. Should have. Then, by that, because PEDs are illegal in the MLB, Sammy Sosa should can be considered a better player because if you have to cheat to be better, you're not better. That's in my opinion. I mean, you could also compare, like, taking PEDs in sports, like, um, if you, uh, this isn't a PED, but like saying high testosterone levels, naturally high testosterone levels, or kind of on the same topic, a little bit different topic, like trans athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, like female to male, they do have some of them advantage. are going to have a higher testosterone, but they don't have as much of an advantage as a born male does. Like you take a, you take a female to male transgender athlete playing, uh, we'll say soccer, for example, against a male athlete, okay? Let's say the transgender person has the higher testosterone levels than the male athlete. The male athlete is still going to have the advantage, though. Like, just because you have higher testosterone doesn't mean you have the advantage in a situation like that. 
But if you have an athlete who naturally, like, say you two, right? Brandon, say you have extremely high testosterone, right? Tyler, say you have low testosterone, so you actually went on, like, TRT or something. But you can't perform in the bed, huh? Oh, man. And <laughs> let's just say you had naturally low testosterone, so you went to the doctor, they gave you testosterone. Yours is now higher than his. You could potentially get in trouble for taking testosterone, even though yours may be the same level as his now. Would it's I not natural. If I was competing in a tested league, and but I, I was, had that same I was prescribed, but it was prescribed by the doctor. Like I was just, like testosterone. Yeah, like I, I didn't go to. Like I don't. A store I don't. Where I didn't put so. it online. I was prescribed. It I don't it think so, so because too, if you're prescribed it by a doctor, they're going to be measuring how much you need. Yeah. So they're going to put it at like an average level. Like I don't know. I don't remember how they measure testosterone. It's like a weird term that I don't remember. But um, let me let me look it up real quick. All right, going back to the trans athletes. Uh, but if, if real quick, it's um uh if okay, it doesn't give me the answer I want. Anyways, it it varies. I think if because the doctor is going to give you the amount you need, whereas if you were to take it on your own, you're going to probably get an amount more than what you need. So I don't think because like when I took it. We got there, we took a lie detector test. She asked, like, um, have you taken anything in the past seven years that you knew was illegal in the league? Um, have you taken anything? Are you currently taking anything? Stuff like that. Um, and then if you win the first place to, for your pro card, then you have to do a P test. And then they um, check to see if anything's in your system from there. But I think with testosterone, if you get it prescribed and it's at a normal level from the doctor, I don't think it's an issue, but I don't know exactly because um, I never had to worry about it. So it's not like something I looked up. But if I were to, a betting man, I'd say it wouldn't be an issue. What do you think about trans athletes going back to that topic you brought up? I mean, here's my input on it. Ready? If I were to just come out right now, say that I'm a female, go into a weightlifting competition. Mind you, I'm not even nowhere near my peak abilities. But if I were to just say I'm a female, go in. Pull four hundred five on a deadlift. Um, a guy in um um the UK did that. Exactly, I've seen he, that. Before. He went and he uh, identified as a female. Um, didn't do any surgeries. Didn't do hormone therapy. Nothing. Just said he was a female. Broke every single woman's uh, weightlifting record. Exactly. And it's like, is that really fair to the girls? No, but I I understand his point. And my thing is like, I here's saw, a real question: Did he do it just to win, or did he? He do did. It because yeah, he, he did it to prove a point. He did it to prove a point. Okay. So I watched this video. I want to say the YouTube channel is Vanity Fair. They do like these middle ground videos, and um, they had three. They had six athletes sold, three of which were trans. Uh-huh. Um, two. I want to say it was two female to male, one male to female, um, and then three. Um, what's the term? Cis. Cisgender. Cisgender. Cisgender athletes. Um, and so I will say first of all, if you watch the video and you look at the male to female athlete. She does roller derby, roller derby. Mm-hmm. Six three, two twenty, two thirty. Oh, so it's, it's a big person, but she even said she goes into roller derby and gets her ass kicked a lot. So it, I think it varies sport to sport because it's yeah. like, do you have a physical advantage with bone structure, heart size, lung capacity, overall size, things like that? So. So in 2014, there was an MMA fight between two women, 
uh, one named Boyd Burton and the other one who was originally born a biological male. Uh, her name was Fallon Fox, originally named... Oh, excuse me. So, Boyd Burton was the male name of who was later known as Fallon Fox, who was a 31-year-old Navy veteran who fought Tamika Brents in an MMA fight. But Tamika ended up having her orbital bone broken. She required seven staples in the head and a concussion. You see, with, with, with shit like that, like... It's like, an unfair advantage. Not yeah. only was he already a male transitioning to a female, fighting another female. He was a veteran. He was a Navy SEAL veteran. Yeah, like that's, so, like that's already an insane advantage. It's not like a Coast Guard or something. No, like, it's, not like a, it's not like a guy driving a boat around. The guy was a fucking Navy SEAL veteran. Yeah, like you can't take someone. That's like that guy that, was trained like, to fight. That's like transitioning Mike Tyson to a female and throwing yeah. against a female. Like you can't imagine a female getting uppercut by Mike Tyson. Yeah. She'd die. Yeah, probably would yeah. She's lucky die. she survived that. Yeah. That's that's unfair. You can't I think it varies with transgender athletes in sports, but when you have stuff like physical sports or like basketball, like basketball, soccer, uh, maybe swimming, football, MMA, boxing, that kind of stuff, you can't like you, you can't do that. Yeah. It's an unfair advantage. All right, we're going to get off this serious shit. I have an, a funny-ass topic that I want to hear you guys' opinion on. Okay. I want you guys to name me the most humbling experience in the gym. As long as you go first. I'll gladly go first. I'll never forget this. So I was probably a sophomore, junior in high school. And baseball players, we, we don't really bench press. We floor bench. We don't like keeping our chest too tight. So I was benching. I think it was 185. And when I went down, my trainer was right behind you. He was right behind me. So I went down, couldn't get it up. The motherfucker got pissed at me. He proceeds to go down, pick up the 185, curl that shit, rack it up, and begin to scream at me. Like if the fucking, it was, it was light. And I just sat there staring at him on the floor, just looking up as he curls it. And I just felt like the biggest bitch. I felt so small at that moment. It was insane. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. That's Coming from the guys that can't even pass 400 on the deadlift. I literally was four or five. Okay. When was One this time, time? What was this? This was like my sophomore year. Three years ago. Two yeah. Years ago, three. Three around. Yeah. Well, all right. What about you, Tom? I don't even know. I haven't really been humbled in the gym that yeah, badly cool. yet. Do you want to think about it a while ago? Yeah. All right. So, actually, the guy who humbled me... Didn't, I wasn't there, I just saw it, but it's actually my current boss. So, um, I was back in high school, he used to be the weightlifting coach. At the time, I was um, squatting 420-ish, roughly. Going to the gym one day, I'm like, I'm going to hit a PR and bench. My bench at the time was maybe 230, 240. And I walk in, and I already know, because leg days with him were brutal, like, we, me and my friends talk about it to this day, how brutal they were. So we walk in, and he's benching, finishing up his workout. His last thing he was doing on his workout, he did an entire hour and a half workout, and the last thing he was doing was repping 405 on the bench. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I just walk out. Yeah. I thought I about it. Out. I thought about it, but, like, <laughs> even the strongest guys on the team were like, that's, like, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, that's not fair. That's just, he, that's a cheat code. 
Is he natty? I, I, I don't know. So he might be. I have no idea. But you got to remember, too, he's also 6'6", six, six, roughly oh, okay. 300 and something pounds, and it's strong man for how many years? Okay, then, yeah. He's been, he's been trained for 25 some years. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, too. What about you, buddy? You can't so, get your tongue. So, Keep talking. Come on. Well, yeah. You I haven't have been humbled yet. Anyone in no, this no, room no, can no, no. I had to remember it. So, at the gym I have at home, there's like a powerlifting room, and that's where I do my deadlifts. So, I was deadlifting. At home, like at your actual house? No, no, no. Like where I'm from. Okay. Okay. So, I was deadlifting, and I just moved. I just got 315 for the first time on deadlift. Okay. So, I was hyped. And then, like, this guy on the other side of the room is staring at me with, like, these weird, like, bug-like eyes. Lays down on the bench and proceeds to rep 315 <laughs> for 10. And I just, I just took the weights off and walked out. I was like, there's no comeback. Yeah, that's what I was, I was going to do that last night when I went to the gym. I walked in there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to deadlift. I'm going to try to go for, like, 415 or something. Because um, I'm trying to get it back up to 500. And... I walk in there and there's like guys and they're repping out like four sixty. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm gonna bench then. Or so not, then, it, then, then I did proceed to bench three hundred, so I guess it's a win. <laughs> but like, I wanted to deadlift, but I have like this weird thing where if I'm going, to, if I'm going to the gym alone, I will not like do the same lift. And like, all right, I don't know how to describe. It, but like, if I go in the gym and someone's doing the lift I want to do, but they're doing it way more than I want than I'm going to. I just won't do it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I never do it. Because, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, go in there. Because, like, if I'm going in the gym, like, those guys are deadlifting, but I benched 300 that day. So, it's like, I have to have at least some sort of win in the gym. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just. No, nah, you know, another funny thing is when, like, you're on a machine or, like, let's say you're bench pressing, right? You're doing your max. You hit your max, whatever. You, you finish. Someone's waiting for the, for the, for the bench, right? But, oh, you want me to take off the weights for you? I'm like, nah, just leave it. They just start ripping that shit out. That's oh. all right. So, all right. So, favorite lifts and your best lift. Favorite lifts. Are we Tell saying me. like like favorite lift like like your favorite exercise like your favorite uh, exercise right. like bench or squat or something like that? And then what's your best lift of all time? Like what? Actually, yeah, we'll do that for now. And then I have another heaviest. Question. Either or heavy one I'm most proud of. One you're most proud of. Uh, for me, my most proud, I gotta say hitting 215 on bench, just because I was stuck at 210 for so long, that once I finally got up to 215, I was, I was hyped. But my favorite exercise, it's gotta either be, I, re I really like incline dumbbell. I like doing incline dumbbell press, just because... The pump you get as soon as you drop the dumbbells down, you feel it. It's insane. But I love working my back. So, you lat pull downs with, um, like the, I know exactly. Like the parallel, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, the parallel yeah, yeah. bars. Exactly what talking about. That one, that one hits my lats nice. So I like feeling the stretch once you go up into the eccentric. I gotta say, my favorite, my most proud lift was. Like seven, uh, I think it was like seven fifty on a leg press for reps. That's ridiculous. It was seven fifty for I reps, and I have it on video too. Oh, I, 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 I curl that. I was, I was so proud. I curl of it on the leg press. Yeah, but my favorite lift's got to be deadlifts. Yeah, I love my deadlifts. favorite is deadlifts. My most proud lift 
is 300 on bench. Because I was, I hit 275 ooh, probably in March of 2021. And I was stuck at that, at 275, because I did have a weightlifting meet um, for high school. And I was stuck at that until I did 290 on this one freak day after my show. I couldn't even get back up to 290 for some reason. I couldn't even do 280. And then all of a sudden, I made a joke. You threw on 300 on the bar, and I hit it. And that is definitely my most proud lift. I I, I enjoy doing deadlifts. But whenever we do deadlifts, like, a, like say we do deadlifts on our pull day, and then, you know, we wait three days or two days, and we hit deadlifts again on pull day, still at an extremely heavy weight. Like, we're, like – five pounds from our max and we're just going for one rep max at this point i feel like i always injure myself somehow so i thought so you gotta do like a um, you gotta do it like once a week i i do like a heavy day and then i do like a volume day so like when i'm benching for example maybe once a week i'll work up to i don't know now i'll probably end up start working up to 290 for one or maybe 290 for two if i can really get it like I'll just do I'll rep it out until I get to about two forty. Then I'll bring it down to about six reps. And when I get to about two sixty, I'll bring it down to four. And then anything past that is one or two reps. But then later in the week, I'll go to two four. I will only go up to two forty, two fifty, and I'll just try to do like five to eight reps. So you gotta have like a like a deload day almost. That's how you prevent it. And adding that volume, like for me, because for I was stuck at the long at the longest time. Only being, I could do two twenty, sorry, two seventy five on bench, but I can only rep two twenty five for four for the longest time. But when you do that math, that makes zero sense. Over time, now I've been working on. Now I can do two twenty five for like eight ish. So it's, I'm still working. I want to be able to do two twenty five for like fifteen. So I'm still working on it. But you gotta have. Imagine being able to fucking pick up two hundred. I can't even get two hundred off the, off my chest. Yeah, but you also have shoulder surgery. All right, what's your what? What are your Maxes all time maxes for your three main lifts: squat, deadlift, bench. Like, like, even if it's something you did a year or two ago, what are your best lifts so, for all three? So call me a pussy if you want, but I rarely squat because every time I squat, I injure myself. Whether it's my groin or my hamstring. Me too. So, I did, I did two fifty for three on squat, and that was the most I did. So I don't even know what my squat is. Highest deadlift, I got 355, but I haven't tried to go for a PR, so I honestly, I could probably do more than that now. And then when I was home, so let's say four weeks ago, I hit 215 on bench, and then I went on a cut for a little bit, but then I was just tired of it because I lost all my strength. So I'm hopping back on the, the bulk. So, so I'm, I'm hoping... <laughs> By like mid February, I'm gonna get 225. For me, I'd gotta say, my deadlift was for 405. That was like, I wanna say last December, last year in 2021, December 2021. But I feel like I could have gone heavier because I I picked that 405 up way too easy. Haven't tried to pass 405 since. My bench in my prime was probably 190. Remember, baseball players really don't bench that much, so I've never really been heavy with the bench. But I'm still kind of proud of hitting that 190. And then for my squat, squat's pretty good. my squat was pretty decent. Back then, it was honestly better. I hit like 350. Um, 
but recently I've been working more on depth than, than it's harder for you too. And you played baseball too, didn't you, Tom? No, I did a uh, I did soccer, basketball, lacrosse. Okay, yeah. So for those sports, it's harder for you guys to hit like heavy, heavy weight because they don't want you to as much. Like for me, so my best. I mean, you're a fucking bodybuilder. Like you're in weightlifting. Is, yeah. You're weightlifting. Yeah, it's not. You play like football. So yeah, like I played football and I also did weightlifting. Like I trained for weightlifting. Like I was gonna be top ten in, or maybe top ten or fifteen in the state because I think the top like five were juicing because they were one eighty three benching like three seventy. Like sorry, you're not not you're not doing that at seventeen <laughs> eighteen years old. Um, but I will say so. Because I did get an advantage because of that, especially because freshman and sophomore year, I was the weakest on the team. And by senior year, I was the strongest on the team, pound for pound. Like, there's a, there's a uh, this one guy, um, he weighed 280, but he was benching 315. At the time, I weighed 177, and I was benching 275. So, pound for pound, I was the strongest. Um, and so, my bench, my best ever bench was 300. Best ever deadlift. I can't. It was kind of sloppy, but it was also kind of solid. Like my back rounded very slightly, but it was five hundred. You got it up. Yeah, That's I got it up. up. And then my best squat was. It wasn't in as to grass depth, but it was very slightly below parallel. So I counted. That was four twenty or four thirty. Wyatt knows because he's the one who spotted me. I think it was four twenty. But it might have been for it. That was my best. Reason but, why I feel like I can't get my bench, my uh, my squat up, is because I don't have the strongest core. I feel like core plays a big part. Dude, of squat. I ever I so I got a leg injury this past summer. I cut my leg open straight down to the muscle, and when I put too much pressure on my leg, I, it's like it was weird pressure. Mm-hmm. And then freshman year, I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but I've been trying to work past them. It's just hard because I don't want to risk things. Freshman year, I was playing football, and I got hit weird, and I almost tore my ACL on my left knee. So my right quad is fucked up from the cut, and then my left knee is still – some days is iffy um, from when I almost tore the ACL. So I'm, like, trying to work past it, but my squat is so bad. Like, if I really push myself, maybe 280, maybe 300. Excuse me. Uh, no, I'm trying to work past it. Ask him. Here's I'm the trying. bench. I hit 275. For yeah, I'm sorry. For like What's your bench again? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You're like a monster. And you don't? Well, I do. But... You guys keep talking sure. shit, but today, I'm going to bench 200. Okay. After um, this podcast, today, I'm benching 200. I'm probably not even going to max out. I'm just still going to bench more than you, bro. You want a fucking cookie? Is that what you want? Yeah, I would love a fucking cookie, actually. <laughs> like, those tacos sound pretty good. <laughs> I want to eat Dude, I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, we can run over there before the rain hits again and go grab some tacos. All right, quick question, though. This is random. What is, pro- what is your favorite pre-workout? That you've had. Okay. So I've had every pre-workout in GNC. Mm-hmm. I've had 1-3 Volt, which is banned now. And I've had Dark Energy before they banned it. I've heard about that. I heard Dark Energy is insane. Um, I've also had Gorilla Mode, Gorilla Mode Nitric. I've had... Do you like Gorilla Mode? I do. It's not very high stim. And at the time, I was a stim junkie a little bit. I, I got really bad at caffeine. I was having like upwards of like 1,200 milligrams a day. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was like it was like a straight month, and I was like, "Dude, this is bad." So I cut back down, and now at most, I'll have at most two hundred milligrams, three hundred milligrams. Three hundred solid. Dark Energy had four fifty. I want to say four hundred or four fifty. So, best pump ever was from one three volt. Best energy ever was from Dark Energy, but the I I want to say it was the DMA in it messed my stomach up, and I literally almost had to go to the hospital. It was like painful, but I also have a really messed up stomach, anyways. So like. 
it all depends and it varies on person to person. So like, you just gotta be like, it, it just depends. Um, I have been wanting to revolt if you guys want it. it it's a missing third to bang. It, no, not not today. I'm saying like at some point. It's got um, one scoop. I want to try it. I want to try but it. It's dude, dude, tasted pretty good. Best pump I've ever had. But um, you know, it's like I I, I don't really have a favorite because I like pump products a lot more now. So like dark, uh, Gorilla Mode Nitric, I really liked. What was the best tasting one? Because I've tried, I've tried Total War Bucked Up. Total War tastes like shit. I hated Total War. Total I did War not like awful. Total War. I, I liked it when I first started taking Total War. It was so I, I, I liked the pre-workout itself, the formula and stuff. But I, after I started taking other stuff, I realized it was kind of shit. I liked Chris Bumstead's um, Jack Factory pre-workout. I haven't tried his new one. It's raw. But that one was pretty good. I actually like that. That was like the influencer one that I got because of Seagull when I tried it. I actually liked it. I don't like the flavor. It was horrible. Flavor-wise, I'd say either Bucked Up or um, ghost. I used to take. I, I used to take ghost. one. It was an amino energy. That one. T- it was a fruit punch so, flavor. That was so fire. best free workout in my opinion to buy at GNC for like you guys would be like bucked up or lit AF. I know people are gonna hate on lit and lit AF because it's the GNC brand, but lit AF is actually like it's not a lot of ingredients. It's very basic. It's not very good ingredients, but it gets the job done. You know, I, I oh my god, what's this pre workout that everyone shits on? C four, C four. I remember C four is the worst pre workout because every C four is either is <laughs> no seriously <laughs> no no. Here's why. Here's why. So every C four is underdosed, right? And uh-huh. then you have the C four. I know. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I first like when I first C- started getting C four. I used to take C four. C four ultimate three is, scoops to feel something. C four <laughs> ultimate is overdosed in the wrong area so they'll give you like 400 milligrams of caffeine but like any of the um citrulline and shit is like super underdosed like so i'll take in a pre-workout i'll take seven grams eight grams of citrulline which i don't it's like a decent amount i'm pretty sure c4 ultimate has like 400 milligrams of caffeine with like three grams you know what else i've been wondering what the fuck does salt do i've seen people take salt as a pre-workout it helps with their like, I, I don't know. Ex- right? Yeah, I don't know exactly, but it's so obviously because salt dries things out. It just helps with the water retention, drying out the muscles. And okay, so I'm going to say this, and I could sound like a complete idiot because I don't know what I'm talking about, but this is my theory, and I haven't had a chance to look it up yet. So anyone who's listening to this, if I'm wrong, correct me. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> I want to say it dries the muscle out from the water which is which is going to help increase the blood flow to the muscle which is then in turn going to increase your pump but that again makes sense. That, I, mean, that makes sense it, it makes sense. sense but it's probably you can be wrong. fucking you can be way off Dude, like, to me that makes sense I, for all i know the water gives the salt gives you more fucking water i, don't I know. have no idea i can't tell you you guys want to go get tacos before it rains again uh, nah maybe. i'm not feeling tacos right now all right so listen to this guy the Hispanic guy doesn't want to talk. I'm not doing tacos. Yeah, real Hispanic. Come on, man. All right, so oh, psychotic. I, said, I want to try. So there was. So I said I took. Uh, I, I tried Buck. The, uh, did you try? Wait, which Buck up did you try? Basic C4? Buck up. Woke AF. No, black no, no, AF. I did, did Woke AF. Woke AF was good. Black both. AF was pretty good too. I've, I've tried done, all of them. I've done. So my favorite so far of all time was. I'm taking Axe and Sledge right now. It's decent. I've seen it's. That. Worst taste, it literally tastes like what I imagine a dead goat 
um, marinated in feces tastes like. Oh, yeah, no, I've, no, I've tried that before. Yeah, I've been trying to refer to If you look up, I just looked up pre-workouts to get an idea because I can't think of them all. And the first thing that pops up is uh, Rattling Pork. Oh, that's a good one. I've tried that. Oh, no images. Try again later. Uh, um, I, so Escobar. Bef- a few months ago, oh, I was taking amino energy. Yeah, that's the amino energy. I liked it. It wasn't bad, I, but I, I took it like... Uh, I want to try Rise. That's one thing I want to try. That's a... Daddy, I like Daddy Ghost. Noel. Ghost is a good tasting one. It's just not strong. Daddy Noel's funny as fuck. Daddy Noel. That guy's totally sponsored by them. Um, anyway, a few months ago, I, I was taking Helios, mm-hmm. which is a pre-workout, and I got that from my friend Ooh. that I played lacrosse with. The stimulants are really good. Like my, my focus was laser sharp. I was focused until... Alani Moo is kind of good, too, by the way. You are feminine. You were a feminine man. No, taste, that. taste, taste. Uh, I remember my girlfriend had that one time. Um, I tried it. I mean, do you, do you want to know a pre-workout? Oh, no. So, Hyde, yeah. Mr. Hyde, I think it's, it's either Hyde or Mr. Hyde. Literally, I took it. I couldn't even look at things because I was so tweaking out. Because it's like 450, 500 milligrams of caffeine. There's no focus in it. There's I tried Total War the other day, and I was just there. I think I was hitting... I was hitting a back and by day. I was, I was, just, I was if, just there, and I was like, "Holy fuck, what is wrong with me right now?" Like, I, I if, didn't like it. If gorilla mode gave me more energy, like, like caffeine oh. energy. Like, it gives you. It's got three hundred milligrams of caffeine, but it's not the caffeine that gives you like cracked energy. All right, so this this is called God of Rage. It's extreme pre workout. I I took it one time. I took it before a lacrosse game <laughs> because I, I was so tired and it was all I had on me. And we were, at the time, we were playing the number 23 team in the country. And we, we got our asses handed. I think that we lost like 17-3. Oh, lacrosse? Yeah. Right. But we uh, we held them to one goal in the second. So they scored 16 on us in the first. <laughs> so it's not great. But to hold them to one so, goal. So how many points is one goal? That's one point. Okay. Same I, as soccer. I, I don't know anything about lacrosse. It's, like it's like a mixture. It's like a mixture of like hockey and soccer. I'm good. Um, I, I was gonna play lacrosse. The um, my friend Mark, who uh, went D one um, for football at Bryant University, dude is six six two thirty. He's actually pretty diced. He was dude. He was good. He had monkey arms. So like, oh Mike, huh? Mike, <laughs> kind of like Mike, but like taller and better at sports. <laughs> um. No, he went, he played uh, D-end, and then he got off for that, and then they moved him to tight end because he actually has pretty good hands, and we didn't find out until, like, his senior season. But um, uh, his dad kept coming up to my mom asking me to play lacrosse. Uh, I kept telling him, like, fuck, no, I'm not playing lacrosse. Nothing against lacrosse. My uncle played lacrosse. Me being a baseball player, he, he hated lacrosse. He, he played – he played – um, he played – my uncle played D1 lacrosse, I believe. I don't remember what school, but, like, it was one of, like, the schools that actually had lacrosse games, like, on TV. Stuff. He was pretty good. He didn't go anywhere with it, but he's good. And I just, I don't know. I never got into lacrosse. The thing, the reason why I hate lacrosse is because at my school, I just don't like either of your sports because you guys play with round balls and sticks. It's just kind of weird to me. Pussy. <laughs> oh my god. She's <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> nah, but I hate, I hate lacrosse with a passion. I hate lacrosse because in my high school. Yes, you do. Can you fucking talk? Shut up. Uh huh. Hey, you better watch what you fucking say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember. What are you can do offensive. Nah, but I remember one time we were at practice, right? And for some fucking reason, the cross decided to practice on our fields. 
in the middle of our practice. They just decided to practice on our field. And we decided to start. They always practice on our. I don't know why they fucking practice, but they that did. Doesn't make any sense. So I would understand why you hate them. So I felt it was it was pissing me off. They had a football field right next to us, completely empty. But they decided to work out with us, and they just fucking pissed us off. Uh, like I played lacrosse, but I only played for two seasons, and that's because I started my sophomore year. And I started training, and I picked up a stick for the first time two months before the tryouts. And I somehow made the team. So, like, <laughs> I want to say no hate to lacrosse players. But at the same time, y'all are so cocky for no reason. Because I picked the sport up in two months <laughs> and was able to make varsity. So, the fact that y'all are flaunting playing the sport for 14 years. And I made this, the varsity team after picking the stick up after two months. Lacrosse is the joke. Like it's so easy. It's so easy. I know. It's pretty fucking easy. Well, like you can look pretty uncoordinated playing. Dude, like, listen, trust me. Take it from a guy that literally steps on his own feet. It's. I, I mean, I just suck at sports in general, though. I just lift heavy things. That's all I'm good at. I'm a pretty athletic guy. That's why I, I, sports. I, like, I made varsity football sophomore year, which was my second year ever playing football. But I I, I did tell him to put me on JV because so I, I would have been third string on varsity, and you don't play if you're third string. You maybe play for second string. So I was like, just put me on JV so I can at least, I don't know, play. But I made varsity sophomore year, went back down, went back up to varsity junior year, played a bit. I was on O-line, even though I was six foot 175. Like, kind of fucking O-lineman was I? But I was ass at football. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. I was bad. My brother, he was a football player. My brother's, dude, my brother's good. He was 6'4", 230, maybe 240. Actually, he was like 6'5", I think, at the time. And he ran like a four six. Oh, did he shrink? Huh? Did he shrink or something? You said he was six five at the time. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> he, he, like, I don't know. He's six four or six five. I don't know exactly, but he was he, either way. He was tall. He was big. He was fast. There's clips somewhere on YouTube of like him getting like ninety yard touchdowns, and he was at a tight end. Jesus. But third game of his senior year, snapped his leg in half, like bone sticking out of his leg, and put a metal rod in his leg. Tried playing. Tried doing a walk on because like, so in New York where we lived at the time, um, back then colleges were not allowed to talk to you until you're a senior. Uh-huh. Like halfway through this, they wouldn't even talk I to you. I thought it was for baseball. Halfway, for halfway for through the season, halfway through oh, the yeah, season, junior, they wouldn't even yeah. talk to you halfway through the season. They would they, like maybe like game like five or six, then they'll start talking to you. So he went to camps, had co- coaches talk to him at camps, never got any offers at the time because you couldn't until senior year. Then before he was was able to get any offers, broke his leg. Tried doing walk on, his leg hurt too bad. Speaking of good players, have you guys heard about the uh, football player that goes that goes around here? The running back, he's a junior, number one running back in the nation. Just got his fifty fourth offer. Jeez. The head coach of I want to say Alabama. He was around here. Yeah, he goes to school right over there. Uh, not a running back. I was thinking of Travis Hunter. So um, he's a junior right now. Just got his fifty fourth offer. I'm pretty sure that Alabama. I could be wrong. I think it was Alabama head coach flew his helicopter. Oh, I saw that. And landed that. on their field to go visit him. Damn. Holy shit, dude! He had he had like he had he had like Georgia's head coach. I think it was Georgia's head coach, Alabama's head coach, it was Clemson, uh, he said Clemson's Dave, head coach, and Ohio State's head coach all went to in the span of two days all went to that school to go visit him. 
You want to hear a random ass fucking story? I don't know why I thought of this, but I, I thought I should you're share gonna, with you guys. Tell us it anyways. Oh, of course yeah. I am. Even if I said no. Yesterday in Miami, right? So my dad calls me yesterday. He goes, "Hey, nothing, just here, whatever." The turnpike got shut down. Some guy got hit by a car. The turnpike is a highway. Somebody did. Somebody got hit by a car. Like, on the, like the person did, or a person, a, per, a person got hit by a car on the highway. Why was a person on the turnpike? Let me finish the story. So he goes, "Yeah, it looks like some guy got hit. So both sides of the highway are closed. Like the entire turnpike is closed." So it's I'm like, really. holy shit, whatever. I, I hang up the phone, go on Instagram, just scrolling through Instagram, and I see this this guy in a hospital gown running around, like right in front of the turnpike, and the cops were chasing him, the nurses were chasing him, and it turns out that same guy. How they get all the way to the turnpike? How close is the hospital? It's like there? right next, and oh. it's like right next to it. So he was, right he was running around. Nurses were chasing. I have the video on my phone. It's hilarious. And was he like your cousin or something? No. Like it's it's an account called only only in day. No, I'm just saying that, that was your like your cousin running on the turnpike. <laughs> but listen, so the guys running around, and I put two and two together, and it turns out that same guy that escaped the hospital got hit by a car. I thought the motherfucker was dead. If you think about it, you're running on a highway, you get hit by a car. What are you going like 75, 80 on the highway? Well, unless you're traffic. Motherfucker, then you're going like five. Not really. And then if you get hit by a car that's going five miles an hour, you're kind of stupid. But... Turns out the motherfucker lived. I don't know how, but he lived apparently. That's that, kind of, that is a story. I don't know why. It reminds me of that just happened like over, uh, like right around Christmas, there was a guy who stabbed like two people to death in in like a town that was like 30 people minutes from happens. me. Yeah, I know. Like it happens all the time. Like, no, he somehow. Happened to me when I was a kid. Like, yeah. I, just, I hate it. I just, it me no, he, he came like 30 minutes from where he did it, gets hit by a car and dies. Like, like, <laughs> the fact that we're laughing about this. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like, I, mean, I, I, Bozo, like, I, I don't, I don't feel bad. He stabbed and yeah, killed two stabbed people. Two people. It's just karma. It's like, it's like we can laugh at Hitler's death. Like, I mean, I don't feel bad about laughing about at Hitler's death. Mm-hmm. Here's a question: If you had the chance, would you go back in where time? Are we, where are we going with? This? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I want to know where this is going. If you had the opportunity to go back in time to kill Hitler as a baby, yes. would you do it? No. Would you? Well, because like, listen, you know, you, no, you, you got to remember, you got to think of the butterfly effect, right? Because that's like, what I'm saying. Like, would you? But not even that. Forget about the butterfly effect. Would you physically have the willpower to look a baby in the face and kill it? Yes. Yeah, if I knew, you know, if I knew if it was Hitler, what, like, actually, a, think, a normal baby, no. But if I looked at the baby and I and I knew it was Hitler, maybe I could punt it. I think times. a more humane way of doing this is going later in his life and letting him get accepted into art school. Dude, okay, it sounds, it like sounds really bad. No, 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 seriously. World War II would not have happened if he got accepted to art school. Exactly. That's what no. I'm saying. Instead of looking a baby in the eye. I'm just saying, art school is not that deep. Like, it's not I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, like, TikTok. Listen, listen, I saw TikTok the other day. This guy, listen, it was some skit of this guy, right? Went back in time, killed Hitler as a baby. When he came back, it's like, holy shit, like, did anything change? They walk outside of the house. Everything's ran by Jews. <laughs> so funniest Thanks thing. It was just Jews everywhere. It was funny. Speaking of Jews, Adam Sandler. Okay. What about him? Um, so he has a movie. I've seen it. It's called Uncut Gems. Okay. I, seen it? I started it, but I it, it, dude, it's good. It made me sad though. So basically, Adam Sandler runs a. Um, Are you gonna spoil it? I won't. If you go on to. We could always. 
We can always watch it. Okay. Okay. So, I, I, so I, I, I won't spoil it then. But he basically runs a jewelry shop and is a says, he, says he's not going to spoil it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, that's not a spoil because I remember. Yeah. No. So so he runs a jewelry shop. He's he's a jeweler. And he, but he's also a gambling addict. Okay. And it's basically just like this whole thing where he owes a lot of people money, and then, um, and then, um, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else because I don't spoil it. But it's a good movie, but it's very sad. So, my girlfriend's dad looks exactly like Adam Sandler. So what does this have to do with? Uh, Jews, I was so though? confused. Because Adam Sandler's a Jew. Okay. And in the movie, he's like he makes it very clear that he is Jewish. Okay. But um. Yeah, I'm just gonna skip the girlfriend part. I don't feel like talking about it, but all right, it's been about an hour, so I think we'll call it for we'll this call one. It for this one, yeah. This solid, solid podcast today. Not too so, bad. Not too bad for our first one. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you in the next episode.